Episode 108 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast. I'm your host Chris Laverick and on the SBTS we try to get a flavour of our local football here in East Sussex but in particular the club I follow for my sins, Hastings United. On the show this week we're joined by one half of the Bring Brothers, Ned Braxton. We talk in the comfort of their Ivy House Lane Brewery about their involvement with our club and of course beer. Then we go to the SBTS Fan Roundtable, where us Hastings fans are joined by that Terry from Margate, Gabs from Enfield, and Stan from Lewis. Enjoy, SBTS fans. And over to Ned Braxton of the Broom Brothers. Right, it gives me great pleasure to speak with Ned Braxton, not related to Tony, unfortunately, um, who's one of the Brewing Brothers. I'm talking to him now because he, uh, his wonderful beer has come along to Hastings United. Uh, they've just started serving it up. Um, we're going to talk about uh, why he's done that and uh, the future of that and also the story of the Broom Brothers. So we're first of all, Ned. Hello, sir. Oh, hello. Um, lovely to be on the, the podcast. by the Sea podcast, yeah. yeah. Of course, of course. And he's also given me a beer, so I am already bought, not, bought off. Uh, no shame. <laughs> yes, yeah, so first, Ned... Um, you guys have been around for a while, and I'd love to, I'd love for you to tell the listeners your story. But first of all, like, what, what, how's your involvement with Hastings come about? So it, it, it came about really from um, when it got uh, bought by the local community. Um, obviously, I felt like there may have been a bit more choice on, on what they serve and stuff like that. And um, I think very luckily, uh, Ben, right, his son yeah. Will worked with us down at the courtyard. Oh, cool. Okay. And um, and I think from that actually we had opened up that kind of communication, and it was a great opportunity for us because we've always wanted to do as much as we can with the local community, but it's always quite difficult, uh, kind of going into it and kind of what to do, where to go, um, and Hastings Football Club just do so much for kids around the area where I grew up. And I was just like, it's a great, yeah, it's a great <laughs> opportunity for us to yeah. maybe, maybe kind of get involved yeah. with what, what all the good they're doing. Um, and to be honest, I'm not, I was never the biggest football fan. And then I saw Hastings United play. Actually, I love football. It's one of those things that kind of got wrapped up in my old world yeah. for so long. And I never really watched a lot of sport, but now I kind of can't stop. Are you into it, yeah? I've got all the football shirts. All <laughs> oh, nice But one. no, um, no, it's been a lot of fun. And then... When we went to go watch the Lewis game, what, last week, couple of weeks ago now, we kind of saw what they were doing with uh, working with the uh, kind of local beer to them would be would be more of this, but they've got Only With Love, which is also another local beer. Yeah. Um, and I know, I think Ben had previously seen that and he had that vision and it was quite really interesting for us to see it because yeah. it was 
what can we do with with the club and ideally it makes sense we're 0.9 of a mile away from the club yeah um and to i don't know serve beer there is really quite a cool thing well yeah i mean i've got to say because obviously i like beer um that it's great to see someone local coming in there's a lot of clubs particularly at this level uh and above that have cottoned on to you know decent decent ale decent sort of stuff like that and not just the, the normal sort of fosters carling yeah and a few people are going to hate me for this shite this that sort of stuff that is it's slightly very more standard, yeah. yeah and so, and anything where you can get a uh, yeah you're also helping out a local business as well yeah. um at the end of the day the, a lot of the people who work with us at brewing brothers a lot of our customers do go watch the football yeah. or stuff like that so it is actually quite nice if you buy a pint of Brewing Brothers at your local ground, you are directly impacting maybe someone who you're standing next to. And that's what I love about local business. It's, it's the kind of, you see the full circle uh, and to get more and more in that is it's just a, an amazing thing for us. Cool, cool. So I mean, let's just get on to the story of the, the story of the Brewing Brothers. Now, I, I, I knew you guys when you were at the you were, well, you're still at the Imperial, yeah. but it was just before you kind of started serving up the pizzas and things. But just tell us, how did it all start for you, Nick? So we, we, we started, um, uh, me and my brother used to run this pub in the countryside, uh, just above the Pevensey Marshes, and where we worked, met Billy, the brewer for Brewing Brothers, um, who is part of the, the kind of, well, he is the brewing in the Brothers. Uh, and we were just kind of, was desperate to get into Hastings and unfortunately our business wasn't doing overly well so me and my brother decided to go to America for a couple of weeks kind of recharge the batteries a little bit and kind of focus on maybe what we would like to do in the future and over there they had a lot of lot of breweries not a huge amount of pubs because they weren't really in that yeah. they didn't have that kind of history so instead of those old pubs that they would have the old breweries and then they would just open their doors so you would have a pint within them within the brewery yeah. And I was just like, after years of drinking beer, I was like, I never knew how one was made. The first bar I went into in America, I was told exactly how it was made. And I was like, that is just the coolest thing ever. Um, And alongside the pizza, and maybe a few more pints. (laughs) There's no bad thing. So when we got back, we were just like, actually, let's let's see about how how we go about it. And um, uh, we were really lucky. We... I think in the months afterwards, we met someone who'd be pretty keen on working with us, who, who had a pub and was looking for new kind of management. Yeah. So uh, we kind of mooted the idea, and through a lot of their patience, they uh, they let us go for it. So we kind of opened the Imperial in 2016. We're looking to expand in around 2020, early 2020, and then obviously it kind of changed. Mm. But for us, it was no bad thing because no one was ever going to lend to quite young people. Uh, three young people um, kind of we were looking for around twenty thousand pounds so through enough. covid yeah that bounce back loan yeah. it just it just it was a, it was weirdly a blessing in disguise mm. for us because we didn't close for one day we just got on motorbikes and started delivering to people's houses instead of over the bar um, it was hard work and i think we all put on the pounds to be honest yeah. <laughs> a lot of pizza a lot of beer um and a lot of work but no it was um it was an interesting time and coming out of it we uh, we had secured a brewery and then found an incredible site up here in Ivy House Lane. And then through that, really, through the support of the local community, we've just yeah. it's been it's been really good. And the more people kind of uh, help us out, the hopefully the more more people we can uh, work with around around town. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. But so, um, going back to Hastings, what's so, so what what the beer you currently got on tap at Hastings is is our unfiltered pilsner. So it's called Pronto, um, and ideally we would really like kind of to get a kind of voting system maybe fans favorite beer and brewer favorite beer for them whatever style and to kind of properly have a hastings united beer which would be really quite cool to be the to be the maker of your local your local team's club it just yeah pretty cool it is quite funny actually i mean i've told you this story already but i was this is basically to bury my father-in-law uh, the uh, not not physically bury him, but just like bury him. So many things about him. But I was chatting with a guy called Tim, who works at the Rye Tap Room. Yeah, Rye Tap Room. Yeah, yeah. And they did a beer called Urine. And forever, I was trying to get just to get a barrel, just to do as what you guys are doing. You know, like this was a few years back now, and just like just get it out there, just to give people choice, because dying we were dying out for choice, and obviously yeah. you got in there eventually. But my father-in-law kept nicking the barrel uh, for various events and wouldn't let me get this barrel from, from Tim unfortunately and obviously you guys have got in there now and and, and obviously long may you stay um, well, fingers fingers crossed yeah well um hopefully we'd uh, are you going to be doing like an IPA or yeah I think we'll doing? do an IPA and stuff like that and I know there's been huge talk of maybe trying to put in a little container of uh, uh, so a, a variation of choice of, of a Brewing Brothers kind of not bar but a load of taps, so everyone's got a bit more choice with yeah with their beer. I, I, I have to say, I mean, again, I'm not attached to the club, but one of the things is it's very difficult to notice where your beer's being sold because you've got the clubhouse. Exactly. And then and where you are, you're kind of like, so if either of it's signage or maybe a few more taps, that will be... So I think we, we'd be kind of doing it as a, as a trial run, and I think the more games we all go to watch, the more pitches we go to, as far as like Brewing Brothers, um, myself and uh, Billy do all of our stalls. Mm. So the more we see it, the more I can work out in my head out, what yeah. would uh, where the bar would be best suited, really. Because I know on um, one side you don't really have a bar at all, and that's where we've been talking about uh, maybe putting in a little, okay. maybe a little container, a little shed yeah. with um, a few more taps. And to be honest, I'm, I'm kind of itching to get into the pilot bar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, quite, yeah, it would be quite cool to yeah. be alongside um, a lot of the slightly more in- institutionalised beers. Well, yeah, I mean, I, again, I'm boring and everyone knows us soon. He knows me as a fan. I, I'll be, I won't touch anything that they got on tap. I use pride. Or, like, yeah. I only have to go to bottles because I can't be doing Carlin, which <laughs> fosters and all that. That's just because I'm an old man now. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's my excuse. But um, Slightly more ale, like. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, so, I mean, that's good to see here your plans about that. That's really exciting. I mean, is there anything else you want to say, Ned? Anything you want to mention about what Brewing Brothers up to in the next few months? Well, or? we're, no, to be honest, we're, we're really hopefully focusing on, I know I've, everyone's been like, oh, so what you got next in the mm. pipeline? And it's, it really is the, the club. We really want to see what best would work there. And not just us, but it'd be really cool to have a Hastings Football Club in some respects, having a load of, not just Brewing Brothers, but a load of other local brewers um, to be the kind of a craft beer, well, not a craft beer place, but a beer place where you get local beer. Um, yep. So some, someone like Long Blonde, I know Long Man are very sweet. They let us use their keg washer once a week. Mm. So it's that kind of community-driven yeah. thing. And it's when I was at the Lewis game, I bumped into all of the Long Man guys. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was just like, hey, this is, this is really cool. And I know they were, they were pretty pumped by having... Only with love on, so it's um, 
it's doing yeah it's doing cool stuff like that Brilliant. i think yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're really focusing on at the moment oh, okay well listen absolutely thanks for your time and obviously thanks for the the free beer as well don't be silly, don't be silly. <laughs> but listen now uh, cheers thank Great. you very much no, thank Take you care. thank yeah, you cheers.
And now over to the SBTS fan roundtable. And many thanks to Ian, Ben, Terry, Gabs and Stan for making it happen. Right, it gives me great pleasure to introduce episode 108, God's sake, uh, of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, Fan Roundtable. Uh, and as we can see, uh, there's more away fans here than home fans. That's the massive popularity of this podcast to the Hastings faithful. I think it's uh, shown here. We have the wonderful Terry from Margate. Hi, Terry. Hiya. We've got Gabs from Enfield. Uh, they're, doing, they're doing reasonably well. We'll talk about that in a minute. And uh, yeah, we certainly are. And we've got Stan here, Stan the Hood from uh, Lewis, uh, who does the wonderful uh, magazine, uh, Lewis Clamour, uh, on uh, on the uh, the Lewis and the, all the stuff that goes on in the dripping pan. So uh, thanks for coming on, Stan. Hello. Thank you. Cheers. He's got great hair. For anyone that's uh, listening to this on audio, he's got mad for it, mad for it hair. Uh, it's awesome. Um, and we have a Hastings fan here as well. Uh, his name is Ian Grant, uh, Booker Booker Prize novelette reader uh, that we know. Uh, it's all over Facebook. He's he's the intelligent one in the room. Um, Ian, Eddie, how are we feeling? Uh, uh, um, well, it's not it's not going brilliantly. At the moment, is it? <laughs> well, we but get I'm into sure that. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Well, this I'll tell you what we what we usually do is for people that haven't been on before, uh, the first person we go to will be uh Stan. Stan, please. Um, I'd love you to just tell the listeners or the watchers, uh, just tell us about uh Lewis Clamour that you do uh, uh every week um for your uh, lovely Lewis FC also and and have a little chat, tell us about how you feel Lewis are doing this season. Okay, yeah. Hi everybody. Um so I've been doing Lewis Clamour now for just over a year. It's quite funny because I never really imagined myself doing this sort of thing, but uh, I do enjoy it. But um, I... Sounds it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I wrote a, a season review two seasons ago of, uh, from Tony Russell's first season of us. And it was my first season going home and away with Lewis regularly with my group of friends. And we had a great time. I absolutely loved it, going to places like Margate, Folkestone. Um, yeah, brilliant times. And we got, we got, yeah, like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't think you're in the league actually at that point. Oh, oh, yeah, so, yeah, time. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Went okay. up that year. <laughs> um, and uh, we got written about a lot, and by Barry Collins, the supporters club, and on social media, people spoke about my group as well because we. All of a sudden, these like young group of lads come to uh, Lewis away. So I thought I'd write about it from our perspective because I thought it'd be it's a bit bit funnier, basically. And uh, it kind of just took off. So I just made it a regular thing. Then, uh, yeah, I started doing videos. So I've been doing match day videos this season, which, yeah, I've, I've done Bogner away. I've done Kingstonian away. Uh, there's probably one more in there as well. I can't rem- remember, but yeah, I wear a, a GoPro on my chest, and uh, right. I get all the the limbs in action <laughs> basically. Because I, I I want it to be um I don't make a thing about you know filming and holding a camera. I wear it on my chest because I want to keep it natural, mm. so it's authentic. And yeah, everyone that watches the clips definitely gets that side of it. So uh, I might be doing one this Saturday as we're away to Aldershot in the FA Cup for 
first time we've made the fourth qualifying round for uh, 13 years. So uh, oh, good luck. round of applause, please, for Lewis. <laughs> Especially from Hastings fans. Go um, are you. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, good. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, the clamour basically just grew from my writing and from uh, videos and I made it a good place for Lewis fans and other non-league fans to connect uh, to each other and are very key on engagement and uh, focusing on fans' views. So a lot of the time when I post stuff, I'll retweet even stuff that I disagree with just because it's about you know, sharing the ideas and stuff, and especially about what's going on at the moment with Lewis with um, Mercury 13. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's another whole other argument to be had. But, um, well, what, what out yeah. of interest, because I mean, I'm, I know a little bit about it, but like, uh, most, most other fans are not going to go know what, what, what is Mercury 13? And I, I know they're trying to take over some part of the club, maybe just the women's part, or I don't mm. know. What's, what's the deal there? So before I get into this, uh, if anyone from Lewis is watching this, don't go by what I say because I might be wrong because <laughs> there's so much to this. Oh dear. Okay. Um, so I don't want to just give out any you know false information. Your opinion, but... just just your opinion. That's so all. Mercury Thirteen is a business group of uh... shady. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the name of the main person, Victoire. I can't remember her surname. Victoire. But... Yeah, okay. I think that's okay. it. Um, any Aluko is one of the people as well. It's a bunch of people. Not um, Soros. Soros? No, no, sorry. Stop, no. Stop now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, they're looking to acquire 51% of mm. the women's business within Lewis. So you've got separate businesses within the club. Um, they're looking to acquire 51% of the women's. And mm. um, yeah, so it kind of changes the whole fan ownership model. Yeah, how quite. Does that work? Um, so because they're buying, they're not buying, they're investing 51% into the women's side. Mm. The the other business, Topco is what it's called, is the rest of the club. So oh. with the men's, it's not really being affected. They will get some financial benefits, but the women's will mainly be getting it, um, basically, because it's 5.1 million that's coming into the women's side. Oh. Um, and then yeah bits of it will roll over onto the men's as a result but there's going to be like developments to the tripping pan you know because i don't think they're going to be making back the money via attendances or anything like that so yeah not 5.1 million no 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 definitely not so few seasons maybe player sales as well um you know we've got people like ollie tanner that we're looking to get you know something on return on in the future at some Mm. point who knows but um Who's Oli Tanner's uh, playing for Cardiff, by the way, in case anybody didn't know. He's a, Scored a cracking winger. goal. Uh, was it about a month ago, six weeks? Um, yeah. The one that... The oh, South Wales derby. God, that was a cracking goal. Yeah, incredible. And it was certainly like the sort of goal that he'd score for us. So it was incredible to see. But yeah, um, Mercury 13 is... Yeah, I could, I could talk about Tanner for ages, but <laughs> um, Mercury 13 has caused a lot of... Div- uh, not division, but just a lot of deba- debate within the club, and um, I think it's going to continue to cause debate. And I, uh, in my last uh, thing that I wrote, the main headline I used was uh, this whole situation draws parallels to Brexit, and because that. whatever outcome there is with this, the side that oppose opposes it is always going to blame the other side. 
So because it's this is very uh you know um it's just weird though high. buying half a club. <laughs> I just don't for me it's like you buy the club, but that maybe they're, I'm just old, but like they're investing <laughs> in the they're gonna have a majority stake, so they're gonna be able to make changes, let's say. But the board of directors who are brilliant, I think they've done a really good job. Um they've made they're made, they're doing a very good job in to ensure that there's gonna be no major changes like moving the women's to a different stadium or changing the name or changing the crest uh changing the colors along with many other things um also ensuring that uh mercury 13 don't sell on their stake to let's say the saudis at some point in a few years if it really starts to blow up um lots of other things um but they get a lot of criticism for this and um who, who does you know, Mercury 30? The, the directors do, because um, even though a lot, quite a lot of people are saying they've done a very good job, um, there's also a lot of very angry people about this decision. But um, mm. there's also a lot of these fans that were saying that we needed this investment a while ago. So this is why, you know, when the investment comes in, they're saying, no, 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 got to keep it the same. But, you know, it's everyone's going to have opinions. And mm. I don't I don't disagree with any of the, you know, the diehard fans that are you know really against this at all which is why i'm very much on the fence because uh i really don't know <laughs> what the right move in this all of this is so uh i'll just look at the positives and negatives of it but i've got to make the vote soon all of us owners mm. have to make the vote I think yeah can't week. get splinters forever can't get splinters forever stan exactly so i've got to yeah decide but yeah, we'll yes. see what happens. It's, it's exciting times, that's for sure. It's definitely exciting. <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, it's, you know, it, with money comes what they want to do. Uh, mm. And so, I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, most people can jump up and down when, if they know that their club's getting an investment of five million. Mm. It's silly and it's lottery money, but... Yeah, it, it's, know, it's it's a lot. And the thing is, is that a lot of, this, a lot of peop, um, people at the fans forum recently were saying, you know, we can't have this sort of money at a non-league club, but this isn't going into the non-league club. This is going into the women's that are a championship club. Um, it's a different, whole different situation, you know. So, you know, it's just, can't really compare the two. So, you know, I guess we'll just see what happens. <laughs> I, th- I think it's I think it's probably once it's all written down on paper, what this is actually, because at the moment it seems a little bit... yeah kind of out you know yeah the, the club have done a very good job of um putting out uh last couple of days barry collins who does the comms at the supporters club who also writes match reports very good match reports um he released uh positives and negatives of each scenario so mm. if we go with the investment or if we don't go with the investment and mm. uh yeah it just lays it tries to lay it out as much as it can basically so, uh, so it's not a done deal uh no. no well it's up to the it's up to the owners to vote on it and interestingly at the uh at the town hall meeting about a month ago they said even with a majority uh it's going to have to be a significant majority for the owners uh for the directors to uh, not go ahead of it but then they changed their minds so that if there is a small majority you know uh they won't go ahead of it basically okay so uh yeah it's yeah, and when, when is the vote? Uh, I don't know the date off the top of my head, but I think it's next week. Oh, or right, it's, so soon, right? It could be tomorrow. It could be in a few days. I, I need to check, but I'm pretty sure it's uh, next week. Yeah. Speaking okay. of um, speak, speaking of being like 
Brexit stand, wasn't there like a, an internal supporters club vote where the outcome was like 52% or something? Um, I think there was 55, I think, or yeah, whatever. But it, it was in favour of the the move, I believe. I remember seeing it. I think it was a supporters club vote. Was that right, I'm thinking? Was it the yeah. club? Yeah, supporters club did a vote and only about 150 people voted on it. So this is the thing with these sort of things is that you're never yeah. really going to know. And again, it's a bit like Brexit because we didn't really know what was going to happen beforehand. I mean, everyone thought it was going to be Remain, but and then all of a sudden, you know, it was leave. But the point is, is that with this, even it's even with it 55% being in favour of the, the takeover, it doesn't mean that, you know, people are going to be voting for it. And um, I saw on Twitter the women's game yesterday. Um, the some people are Chris Harris, who's the who runs the old fanzine, and uh, he's on Twitter as well. He's apparently spoke to a lot of people, and uh, they said a lot of people are against it. So again, we'll see what happens on the day. <laughs> surprised, surprised that the directors had to pivot though, from the sounds of it, from sort of requiring a, an overwhelming majority one way or the other. That, well, that does surprise me, especially because there's such an ethos at Lewis. I would have thought of. Yeah. direct democracy um, well this is the thing it might have just been a mistake because it was a huge meeting and it was just one director saying um only if it's a significant majority will we reject this um i might need mm-hmm. to just again have a look over and see what they're actually saying but i'm pretty sure now that it's 50 plus percent that it's binding but yeah um guess we'll see <laughs> right and enough of that talk about lewis this season <laughs> Yeah, great. This this is more enjoyable for me. <laughs> uh, so we've got a pretty much a brand new team. Joe Taylor left a week before the start of the season, which was a big shock. Big, big shock. I woke up the day of uh, uh, the week before the start of the season. I was going to Watford away and uh, Joe Taylor texted me to say that um, he was leaving. So I my whole day was ruined already. So uh, dreadful. But um, we've got Tommy Wooden instead. And he's battling his heart out and uh, he's not going to match the same amount of goals as JT, but I really like him. And, you know, a lot of other fans do as well. But uh, we've got we've got uh, key players from last season still, like Ryan Gondo, um, but he's out for the next few months. So that's a big loss. Uh, but yeah, we've got a lot of new players Um Arthur Penny, for example, from uh, Millwall's Academy. He's he's a very good young player. And uh, we're still going for the same sort of style that we've had under Russell over the last couple of seasons. But um, we started r- very well. So we won our first three games, beat Cray, beat Kingstonian and beat Potter's Bar. And everyone's thinking, oh, God, maybe this is the year, as you would, you know, as you do. Russell kept telling everybody to, you know, stay calm. You know, it's that's not going to be the case, and we certainly found that out at home to Folkestone because uh, we just got battered, and then away to Chatham as well. Uh, it was two big defeats in a row, really. And then we found out what was going wrong with the team. Um, so before that, we were we drew to Bogner, and then we drew to someone else. So we went four games without a win, and then it starts to you know pick up a bit. Um, but we changed the team around. Uh, mm-hmm. Alfie Egan, who was club captain, got moved to the bench. Um, same with uh, our other experienced head, Kieran Murta. Two big players of the team, two players that started well, moved to the bench. And 
won't be playing for us again. Um, well, they might do, but in fact, no, yeah, um, they might do, but they're on the bench now, as in because they're not going to get back into this team now with how we're playing. Mm. Um, you know, so we've got we've moved Penny, our centre back, into CDM, and we've so got you played, uh, football manager a bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I used to, but I don't have the time for that these days. <laughs> but uh, what's it? What? Who else is in middle? Bradley Pritchard, or I don't know how old he is, but another experienced player. And uh, he's his form has been incredible since coming back into the team. He was very much like a reserve player. And Marcus Sablier, who is unreal, absolutely unreal. Um, we got him on loan from Bromley, and he's so smooth on the ball. Um, yeah, just really good. I was very, uh, very impressed of him. And uh, Jake Elliott, you've got Jake Elliott from us, uh, Jake again. Elliott. Yeah, yeah, yeah big fan of Jake Elliott. Yeah, he's, I'd say. He's been our best defender I'd go as far as say that I think he's been really good we've got him at centre back now and he's he's oh, been okay. even better um, I think that's one of the reasons why we've that was one of the other things we changed Russell changed around when it started when we, form started to go downhill um, we got Ronnie Vince and Jake Elliott centre back mm. Elliott's just just incredible I think he's I think Hastings well how do I say it they shouldn't have uh, he shouldn't have left them, <laughs> basically, because I think he's, I think he's quality. Um, so it's a shame that you know you don't have him anymore. <laughs> and he's got a really good goal against you lot as well. Um, right, we don't but, need uh... Ramasic. Kick him off. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing as well. I forgot to say in all that form yeah, is that on. we we bounced back from the winless run with a three-one win yeah. against Hastings. So, so that was uh, you were on a run of really four good. defeats, and then you beat us three-one. So Look at this charity two... we give. <laughs> the thing is that was the first game for a very long time I went into thinking we've got no chance here um, you know I we went away to Bishop Stortford when they were 33 games unbeaten at home last season and I still think we had a chance of getting a result and we beat them 3-0 you know so but yeah like we've been up and down but we've we've certainly turned it around at a really good time as well not later because last season was a um, really big problem with our form at this this time of year, so um, it's, it's. I'm just hoping that we can keep it keep it up, and uh, Saturday will be a bit of a sort of well, just a fun day out to kind of forget about the league for a minute and yeah, enjoy the you know the massive game really FA Cup. Mm. Yeah, we we we're concentrating on the league, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, go away. <laughs> right, where are we going to go through this? Obviously, hello Ben. By the way, thank you for coming on, sir. Evening all. Evening all. all. Yeah, good, good, mate. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a bit late. That's all right. Well, Billy Wood ain't turned up. Billy Wood, get out of this podcast. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. We get. Let's go to Gabs. Gabs, um, obviously I've been on before. Enfield, uh, got you're on the same points as us. We're all kind of all around each other. Um, yeah. Tell us what you're thinking. Like the last, I mean, last time I spoke to you was probably about a month ago. Is it about a month? Is yeah, it... I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Think the exact kind of juncture in the season that I that I spoke to you. I mean, I'm I'm glad to say that the optimism is still there. Um, come November, it will probably have been crushed into a fine pulp. Um, but um, yeah, Chris, it's, Chris, it's know... more than a month ago. It's more than a month ago because we 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 weren't in bad form at that at that point. So sure. it must be must be about six or seven weeks ago. Was it okay? It's a while ago, anyway. We're not in bad form. It's 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 just a blip, Ben. 
<laughs> um, yeah, go on. Sorry, sorry, Gabs. Go on. No, no worries. Um, yeah, we're we're doing we're doing pretty well. Um, I mean, you know, we we I think we still have to temper expectations, given that it's a new management and that despite having kept a decent spine, we're you know we've made like much like Lewis a few a few uh well more than a few additions um but they've they've gelled really well um we've really had some pretty impressive results um you know going to hell's in the fa cup was was tremendous you know taking 250 with us on a on a train strike day and coming oh, wow. two one wins uh is already is already a you know a, a real highlight and um mm. yeah not not quite 13 years the the gap since we last reached the fourth qualifying round but um we've we've never <laughs> gone one better so we're hoping it's going to be oh, third wow. time lucky. Um, but we got Cray Valley away at the weekend, and oh, and yeah. I think everyone's everyone's kind of a mix because I think I think I'm right in saying that they're still unbeaten. Uh, you know, they got Stephen Kim as boss who was at Carshalton last season. He's taken two three lads with him from you know from there, uh, plus you know plus some pretty unbelievable talent who won't be at step four for very long. So I think everyone's everyone's not daring to underestimate them um you know so but we'll see um you know we want to we want to outnumber their lot on on saturday and and much like much like lewis to be honest it will be a a nice day out um mm. you know hopefully hopefully we'll have some uh <laughs> you know some success at the end of it um i mean i'm i'm nervous just talking about it to be honest but um you know it'll be it'll be a great day out um that said it's been not a distraction from the league as such but our form has tailed off a tiny bit um i mean we were going great guns to start with you know we won four of our first four and went to folks in away and won and you know snuck a point somehow at harringay with quite literally 10 fit players um you know and um uh, since then it, it it hasn't gone downhill by any means um there's been a few kind of jittery moments um Carshalton was goalless at half time, and then we sort of put in a real freak performance and lost three nil. Um, and at Chesham last weekend, you score three goals, you you should come away with something really. It was four uh, pretty horrendous defensive mistakes that that let them in. So um, you know, with with your usual kind of stability that you get in a, in a Gavin McPherson team, and and with some some really decent football, has come a few kind of potential holes but but at this stage absolutely you know by no means the whole story so it's it's going pretty well and and yeah hopefully hopefully it lasts although I think it's two was it two weeks since uh till we visit Lewis so um given our dreadful yeah. record down the dripping pan they'll probably be the ones to put it out <laughs> nothing like a bit of confidence there eh Gabs <laughs> um <laughs> no I sound I sound really defeatist and that's that's um you know, it, it's not. To be fair, it's not the tone I should be striking because to, to you know, to give credit to our lot, they they've done really well. Um, you know, as I say, a lot lot of new additions. George Sykes has come in this week from Stortford. Um, you know, uh, Obi on Yaguaras, another youngster who's hit the ground running. Um, you know, and obviously all the boys that have been there since the start of the season have, have worked tremendously hard. So you know, they they deserve a lot of credit. So yeah, I shouldn't I shouldn't be uh, I, I shouldn't be striking such a defeatist tone. Yeah, not yet, not yet. Anyway. Um, you got you got you got one 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 eye on the FA Cup. Is that what it is? That the, yeah. the little blip. Got a dream of Wembley. Yeah. <laughs> well, Wembley as close as close to Wembley probably geographically as we can get. It's probably what <laughs> uh, Wildstone maybe. So. <laughs> 
we'll see. Right. So, well, like 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 us, um, Terry, you're focusing on the league, aren't you, my dear? Uh, yeah, I'm just looking up the league table as it is at the moment. Yeah. Well, you're, you're 17th at the moment. <laughs> yes, I I did notice that. Yeah, but we've we've had um, I think we've had like one one league game out of the last six. So mm. yeah, it's, it's all been cup games, cup mm. games, trophy games. Yeah, we we yeah, haven't you've got been at, at least home. Two free, two two free in hand. You've got. Yeah, so like, mm. I'm hoping that we can sort of it's build nice. back from that because we just need a bit of luck again. <laughs> uh, last last Saturday we changed the formation a little bit and um, we didn't deserve to be losing. It was down to penalties this time, so not actual <coughs> penalties. Like the, the, there was two penalties that decided the game. Yeah. Um, one of our one of our defenders handballed it off the line, so they got a penalty, and that's how come they scored. So yeah. We improved the defence from the previous couple of games. We've gone five at the back, and the match was great. You know, the actual the actual playing, mm. you can't fault them. But it's just like, come on, just just one little bit of luck. Can we just please have a little bit of luck? <laughs> well, I would would be charitable to you, but we we've, we've got to play you in about I think it's, is it a week Tuesday, Ben? Yeah, Ian, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and. The way we're playing, we can't be giving any charity away. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no I get that. All yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we might do, but you don't know. Yeah, you, know? you just don't know. Um, yeah, it's it's getting the mentality back into the players because we've got mm. we've gone four losses now. So it's like, Blimey. hopefully, the fact that we're now getting more games at home. We've been we've been away from home for the last six games. Last yeah. last home game we played was seventeenth of September. So yeah, seventeenth oh, of September. Thirty one days wow. without home game. <laughs> We've been all off around the country, so yeah, hoping okay. that getting back at home. Who, who get... you got anyway, Saturday? Saturday we've got Chatham. Oh, not oh. this Saturday. No, we've got Ch- Chatham on Tuesday. We haven't got a game this Saturday because um, uh, opponents have progressed in the FA Cup. Um, yeah, Chatham. Yeah, Chatham. they're an interesting one. Yeah, Chatham, hasn't um, remind me, uh, Hastings fans, and Greffo gone to um, Chatham, or was it Chesham? He's went to. He went to Chatham, didn't he? Alex Breffo. Um I don't no. did, I'm actually not hundred percent. I don't I don't actually recall him going to any of those two. No, I think he has done. He wasn't one of the pack that went to Whitehawk, was he? No. No, he definitely didn't get there. Um No, that would have made me cry even more. The whole mm. team went to Whitehawk. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I'm just gonna quickly check just for the purposes of uh, Yeah, quickly. Yeah, Go quickly, I know. There was rumours of a couple of clubs, but I can't remember where he ended up in the end. Oh silly. Chatham. Yeah. Uh, so I should just trust in my own. Yeah, you should trust. Trust good me. Knowledge. Yeah, good defender, very good defender. So, um, yeah, they're a decent outfit. Um, Chatham, yeah, they've, they've got Matt, Matty Bodkin still playing for him, and he's he's, I think he's just turned forty. The man's oh, a really? machine. He can okay. still carry. It. Honestly, you wouldn't think it looking at him. He, I he thought they were decent. Scoring. I don't think they're going to win the league though. I don't know if they're not top, are they, anymore? It's Hornchurch. No, um, yeah, Hornchurch. They're second. Hornchurch. Yeah. yeah. They were, when we played them, they, it was a very, well, actually, come to think of it, the only reason we didn't lose by more than 3-0 was because of Nathan Harvey, but uh, our goalkeeper. Actually, I should have, he deserves a mention from earlier. He's been outstanding. Gillingham signed him from us and then loaned him back to us. But yeah, Chatham... Uh, he actually, Nathan Harvey played for Chatham last season and scored a goal for them from a goal kick, I believe. Um, so, uh, yeah, but Chatham, they were strange because even though they had loads of clear-cut chances from us that we gifted to them, I didn't think they were, you know, really real good side. They weren't like the Worthing of a couple seasons ago or 
or as solid as Bishop Stortford last season. It's defensively sound, but then again, I'm sure some Chatham fans would be happy to disagree with me. And also, that's only one game, so yeah. Was that was that at Chatham? Was it? It yeah. was, yes, yeah. They just seem to blow really, really, really hot or cold. Like yeah. I think they they dispense with you lot. I can't remember who else they. I think they went to didn't they go to Folkestone and take them apart? Yeah. Um, and and then and then suffered consecutive five one defeats at home, which is unheard of. Um, great. You know, I think well. Joe, yeah, Joe Taylor's on the score sheet for Ramsgate on you know one of the games, and uh, yeah, and then Cray. I think that was their first win. Uh, might even have been their first goals. Um, so it's you know it's it's a crazy run. I think I think I don't know. I can't. I can't really predict. I don't think anyone can predict, obviously, with certainty yeah. where they end up. But they I seem think this, this league's to... just crazy league, isn't it? Yeah, it's you, you just you look at it and you go, oh yeah, that. And then when it comes to the day, it's just like okay. It's it's, <laughs> it's going to be Hornchurch's year, though. I have to yeah, say, it's, like that, it's really it's they're been about coming. you, aren't they? <laughs> It's they, been coming. They, yeah, they've been on, on but the last ten years or so. Hornchurch have been due to go up. Last two playoff finals. Yeah, they were the favourite, and they're on uh, home soil. The, the first one they shouldn't have even got there. Ugh. Yeah, was that when the one they kept you out? Yeah, two two goals in the final four minutes. <laughs> Don't remind they, me. See, they have um, they pulled out the Velocity Cup today as well. So they've yeah, literally just got, they've just got the league now. They pulled mm. out. Yeah. They've, yeah, they've yeah. just gone, yeah, no, we don't want to bother with that then. Keith Wareham. Um, Huge budget, too. Yeah. 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 Probably, the well, one of the biggest. So I've heard. Right then, so we're going to start talking about Hastings now, um, as it's it's my podcast. Um, so we've got Ben and Ian on. Uh, B- Billy Wood was going to join us. Uh, he's even messaged me just a minute ago, said he's going to come on, uh, and he still hasn't, so uh, we'll do about that. Um, Ian. I'm going to say some stuff, but like yourself, what, what, what's your thoughts on how the season's kind of developing? Well, I suppose my take on it is uh, that we probably weren't as brilliant as the results suggested earlier in the season. And the flip side of that is that I don't think we're as bad as the results suggest now. Um, I think people, it's it's quite it's it's good to hear from supporters of other clubs because I think you kind of you end up in a bit of a run. And you sort of feel like you're the only club in the whole world that's sort of struggling a bit, and that it's you know it's the whole the whole weight of all these results on your shoulders, and uh, and you know it, uh, pretty much every club goes through you know runs of bad form in a season, and it's just how you react to that really. Yeah. Um, and so far we haven't reacted very well, <laughs> you have to say. Um, but you know because we had a good start because we we've got some. We got ahead of steam going earlier in earlier in the season. There's there's plenty of space to turn that round. Um, you know, there's no, it's not. I've, it kind of feels like everybody's gone slightly hysterical. And I've you know I've been reading stuff about must win games on Saturday and all that sort of thing. And you think, well, it's not, is it really? I mean, it would be a really good game to win. Don't get me wrong, but it's not. We should win. It's, it. It sort of piles pressure on unnecessarily. I think to kind of talk about must win games at this point in the season. When we're fifth or I, whatever, I think um, kept we're not. We eight. Well, we're, we're, we're okay. eight now, but I eight, don't think the eight. league really matters right now. When we're eight, yeah. Mm. I think but, that, you know. It's, it's sort of. Mm. I kind of feel like it's it's at that point where what you want from within the squad is to find out who your leaders are, who the people are who set the standards, who don't tolerate sloppy performances like we have been putting in. 
because we 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 kind of look at the if you look at the the team we had last season and so on not to make those comparisons but you knew that if you drop behind be, below a certain level um you know Sam Adams is going to pin you against the dressing room wall presumably and tell you that that's not that's not on and equally if you're kind of 2-0 down at half time you know that Jack Dixon's going to snap into some serious tackles in the second half and maybe get himself sent off. But, but you know, he's he, he again. So you've got players in there who aren't going to just go. We've all oh, got well. one of them players. Haven't we? Well, the thing is, I don't, I don't. The question is whether we do have those players. I think at the moment. Um, so it, yeah, you need some people to set to kind of step up. Uh, I think there's some basics that we need to get back to. Some of the goals we've conceded have been really poor, and uh, you know that's. They're, they're avoidable goals and if you concede avoidable goals at bad times in games then you sort of get what's coming to you and if you look like the last two home games we the first goal we've conceded has been a really soft set piece goal and in both games that's really hurt us um and you know those things should be avoidable um but yeah I, you know I, I think yeah as i say i think people people get slightly hysterical understandably because it's it means an emotional game people. Ian. you know yeah, what, yeah you know what i'm like yeah but it's, I mean, it's understandable, but mm. I think what you want is some cool, clear heads from the management and and some leadership from within the squad. And if you get a couple of wins on the board, suddenly everybody's forgotten about it. If you don't, then, you know, it, it keeps on unravelling. But hopefully, hopefully we can sort of draw a line under it and um, and get ourselves sorted out. I do think it's worth pointing out that I would take, obviously, there's lots of talk, talks of budget cuts and so forth, but I would take where we are now versus where we were last season when we didn't know where we were going to be playing and you had the whole existence of the club up in the air you know that hadn't think... come out yet though that's late november that came out yeah okay but but you know we're we're sort of so we weren't we're thinking, nearly at that uh, point ex- you know what i mean at that point it's sort of like you know it's it, some some miss some bad results is you know it's neither here nor there against the whole existence of the football club and so you know playing with a smaller budget uh, and maybe struggling a bit more, I would absolutely take that versus the threat of playing in Eastbourne and maybe losing the club altogether. The the only other thing I'll say is we had um, we had that open training session where we invited the supporters to come down and join in with training with the players. And that is when it's all gone to shit. That moment, every <laughs> result, honestly, you can look at it. From there onwards, we've pretty much lost every game. So, you know... Don't get don't don't, don't, <laughs> don't bother supporting anything. That's, that's the message. Yeah. Don't listen to us. Um, I don't know, Ben. Do you want to start or should I go? You you go because once I start, I won't stop. Will I? Oh, Can't hurry up. <laughs> well, it's you know, as I say, it's it is an emotional game. Yeah. So I I know, and like anyone that knows me knows that I I sometimes fly off the handle and and I won't have the right take but that that as I think you've already touched on it that the, the the levels have not been good enough and they've dropped considerably and it's kind of the same team that kind of been picked mostly the same team even though there's clearly players out of form or you could possibly say shouldn't be in the team um and that has continued and you know even when we beat three bridges who put a youth team out and we put a first team out and we struggled to beat them like it's since the Dover game, uh, we're in the FA Cup. Um, it's just not been good enough. And I didn't go to Lewis. 
but I, I, from what the fans that went, they said that it weren't good enough. We did; it wasn't a Sussex derby. We didn't play like it was a Sussex derby, which I find very disappointing. You know, fair enough, Lewis won. You know, completely give it to you. You know, well done, you lot. But you expect to put a bit of a fight up, and that clearly wasn't the case. Uh, from what I heard from my fellow fans, am I am I telling any lies here, Ben? Yeah, it was poor. Yeah, it's, like you say, it didn't feel like a, a Sussex Cup game. There wasn't the flying tackles in like we've had in, in the past when like Sasami and Dicko have been out there. Um, yeah, just it, it was quite flat. It was pretty lacklustre in patches. Uh, they were so much better than us. Well, where do we start? Oh, actually, to be honest, Hornchurch on Tuesday, even though you disagree because you'd you'd had about ten points. No, um, <laughs> unbelievable slow against my good name. Um, <laughs> and you couldn't even see the dugouts, let alone on the other side of the pitch. Um, yeah, I actually thought the first half at Hornchurch was probably one of the best we've played this season in regards to effort. Um, there was tackles going in, players are winning their individual battles. Uh, whereas it hasn't been happening. There's been a lot of laziness around. There's not tracking back. They're losing. They're losing the individual jewels. It's more like, and, and, and we're struggling for characters. We're struggling for leaders. You don't know. You don't know who's your captain out there. If someone said who's your, who's your captain, you'd like. You, you, they wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even know because you don't hear. There's it's hardly any voices. I actually thought yeah, it's very quiet. You're right. I actually thought on Tuesday at Hornchurch we had a different kind of insight of what's going on because we were literally right behind the dugouts because of the massive gap at each end at Hornchurch because of it's the running. It's the only pitch. place to stand, isn't it? Um, and it, and to be honest, it was good timing uh, because of what's been going on. It's nice to have seen like what the noise coming from the dugouts, what order the going out to the players, who you can hear actually speaking on the pitch. So Tuesday was good for that. But for, yeah, I say first half was actually decent. We should have gone in, gone in one nil. We went one nil up with six minutes to go before half time, and then they've equalised with four minutes to go before half time. So we we barely celebrated the goal, and there was one in the back of the net equaliser. But and then that was a case of trying to hold out for the first ten minutes of the second half and see how it, it pans out, and then they scored within two minutes. So yeah, and then it was just kind of back to the we we did have a little bits of play, uh, but otherwise they was worthy winners in the end. Not, I wouldn't say the 4-1 was a fair result. I thought maybe a 3-1, maybe, yeah, a 4-2 or something. But it, it was, they're so much better than what we are. But over, overall, it's been a bad, it's been a bad run. It's been, it's not where we've been unlucky. We've, we've deserved to lose games. We, I don't agree with when players give up. And I felt like Lewis, when I, I obviously watched the game there, and I felt like, we're running out of ideas at times, and and we're, we're needing that big personnel, that big character to kind of lift them up. And like I so say, in the past, we've had the local core, the players that, that people look up to, and they're shouting their mouths off, and that they would pin you up against the dressing room more and things not going right. And at the moment, I can't see anyone that would be doing that. It seems a bit too nicey for my liking, and um, it'll be interesting to see if he changes it now because. Um, it's been pretty much the same team as Chris said most of the season. Even regards to the a, ba- a bad blip in form, he's still carried on picking the same players. It's a bit of a worry, really. But we'll see what happens on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, w- Wingate's um, very winnable. They're not a particularly great team. Um, it's just just got to get out of this mindset. It just and just raise our game. 
you know just it's there for you if you want it do you know what i mean and and, and i think you guys you guys obviously that are not hastings fans you might not understand it's just like we've been spoiled particularly last six seven years where there's certain things that were always done yeah and you, we might get beat but we never put in half an effort you know what i mean it was always 110 percent um and and just the lack of that for the last what nine ten games. I, I, I mean, I might be getting. That yeah, wrong. it's only a few. I mean, I would I would definitely say the the first the first half against Kingstonian last whenever was it last week it was yeah. last week wasn't it? That's the worst I've seen for a very long time. Mm. It was just so flat, so kind of um, yeah, just flat. I mean, it yeah. just there was there was nothing there really. And that's and the there end, any that, risk that's of a relegation battle? Well, I hope not, um, because we're going to get three points on Saturday. Mm. Um, uh, <laughs> I, again, I just yeah. I mean, it, they need to butt their ideas up, you know, and 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 maybe some of that happened um, against Hornchurch. I'm not as confident about that as as Ben is. In, you know, you, you could say yes, I did partake in a few ales, but um, I felt we woke Hornchurch up, and and they put us to the, they put us to the sword fairly easily. I felt. Um, I know we don't agree on that one, Ben, but. No, I just, no, I just, th- I think we we played right first half, considering how it has been, and and it was a good side. We we did do it against because you think you might we'd um we'd woke them up, but I actually thought um we didn't allow them to play. We did get our foot in. We did we did go toe to toe at times, and um, we did look dangerous, especially down the flanks. Um, yeah, John Ufa, good uh, player. John Ufa, really good player, really good player. Um, but yeah, I, I just think. We just we just want players to step up, not not regardless of how they're doing on the pit. I just think we just need those those characters around them. We've got there's not really anyone that we can really look up to, is there? We're not used to what we've had in the past, so we, we, mm. we're kind of struggling in a way. Um, I think Adam Lovett's been really good since he's he's come he's come in. I think he was probably our best player actually on Tuesday night mm. in the middle there, um, and I think he was good at Lewis as well. And um, yeah, I just I'm not not gonna not gonna sit here and slaughter the the team and things mm-hmm. like that because I'm as supportive as what anybody else is. Um, I'm I'm basing things on a, quite a few games now. It's not just a one-off. Yeah, couple of two or three games. It's performances haven't been there since. I mean, even Harringay when we 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 I mean, won it in two two goals in injury time to win it. I mean, the first half was first half was pretty flat, and then obviously we went. Was goal down and and that, that was obviously a big buzz. Obviously, when you when you score two goals in injury time, it's great, isn't it? But I just don't think the performances have been there. And, and we Lewis was probably up to Lewis. We hadn't really played anybody. Um, we've ex- probably expected to beat the teams around nearer the bottom, like the Cray. We beat Cray at home three 0 which is quite comfortable. Uh, who was the other one? We beat three 0 Two oh, no. two wins in three days, wasn't it? But. Uh... Remember now, but I know we, but yeah, I mean, Con- and then you, Concord Rangers, yeah. Con- Concord, yeah, yeah. We said we had two consecutive 3-0s. It, it looked all right, it was like I say, we expected to beat those. Um, but then you come, Lewis was a the, was the first real test for me, and they was they was pretty convincing. And like Stan said, it was they was on the back of a bit of bad form going into that, and yet they was convincing that night. And 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 yeah, it was a shame because obviously it was a Sussex derby, and, you, and you, that's when you want the characters to come in and come and win your battles and stuff and we we was way off. Um and then obviously Hornchurch was a big test on Tuesday and yeah, obviously it was a four one, but it was we, we put up a fight first half, but then it was convincing the second half. So yeah, Saturday's a different kettle of fish altogether now, is it? Like, yeah. 
that's why I see when I say it is probably on the context of the last six or seven weeks, it probably is actually a, a must-win game because we're, we're, we're waiting for this response now. And we've been waiting for quite a few weeks, forgetting the Sussex Cup game. But um, it's a reaction now. You want, you want to see who's up for the fight and who's who's not. And, and he's got to change mm. things accordingly if he, if he sees it. And that's and what you, we're wanting as, as fans as well. And you wouldn't mind, cause, but the manager has said, like, you know, he wants to see a response, you know, that the plan, effort levels are down and all this. And, he, and you keep saying that keep this for a number of weeks. And when it doesn't happen, it's like, come on, like something's got to kick in here. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah, I think that's I mean, right. They come the end of the game and choose oh, get David on the gen- pitch. David Femi, three points. Sorry, go on, carry on, Ben. In regards to the attitude at the end on Tuesday, they did, they did look gutted. I mean, I wasn't too pleased with a couple of issues with a couple of players, but um, particularly one anyway. I won't name, but we know who it is. Um, and we're not going to, I say, we're not going to come up on the slaughter. So, um, but. It's just it felt a bit half-hearted regards to like they appreciate. I, I'm quite a one of I'm not I don't like the um, the high fives and stuff and things like that. I expect that maybe on a big win and things like that. We don't I don't don't need to see it every game. I just got a, quite a lot of applause from a distance and go and do your warm down sort of thing. And then but it just seemed they come over. It was a bit half-hearted, a bit gutted, and just get on with it. Roll your sleeves up and get on with it next game. That's, the reaction's key now. Yeah. And Saturday it is a big game. Saturday is a big game. I think there's, there could it could be a not. I'm not going to say make or break and things like that. I don't. I don't think about things like that. But um, I think it's in the context of the last six or seven weeks. I think Saturday is huge. We need to put a, a performance in, don't we? Basically, mm. yeah. There's been a lot. There needs of to be a performance. There needs to be a response. I mean, a part I, part of it is you know we brought in an entire squad of players and sort of forging that into anything coherent that that you know it's great when it's going well because you know everybody wants to play when when it's go everybody wants the ball when it's going well everybody wants to make a brave pass when it's going well and then when it stops going well you suddenly you know you don't have that sort of team spirit to fall back on because it's just a bunch of blokes you've brought in and you know that's going to take a minute to to come to you kind of hope it will come together but it's going to take a minute and that's where you need those you need those big personalities in there somewhere to uh, to smash it all together into something something coherent. That's what it looked like. Come to, when you look over to the, the warm down on Tuesday night, and they're all pointing at each other and having a word with each other and things like that. And it's like when it's going well, you don't you don't have that. But when it's mm. not going well, who who can take the critical mm. not not abuse, but the constructive criticism, and who can't? Um, and you know who's 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 screaming for the ball when it's you know when it's not going well. There are there are lots of occasions where, as you say, it's very very quiet, and you sort of think, well, somebody's got to be demanding the ball, really, you know, making themselves heard. There was there was a because there was that penalty decision on Saturday that didn't go our way. Didn't we didn't deserve it at that point, although you know it would have been handy. But suddenly you've got all the players surrounding the referee mouthing off. And you sort of think, well, okay, we could do with a bit of that yeah, among, game, yeah. among ourselves, you know, <laughs> not just uh, not just when it comes to having a go at the referee. But what I find is it's not even just on the pitch where it's, there's not as, as enough voices, but I don't think it's as loud as what it should be coming from from the sides as well. Um, and, and that was obviously another good reason why we, it was good to be where we were on Tuesday because you'll see what's being said from the sidelines. Mm. 
And I, I don't, it, it, it didn't seem loud. It didn't seem enough. And then you can't hear the, you, like I say, you can't hear the players. You don't hear them demanding the ball. You don't hear encouragement, picking a player up when there's a mistake or anything. It just seems all, I don't know, it's just so flat. It, it, all aspects is just flat, really, but. It doesn't need to be. I mean, we're so early into this season. What are we, nine, ten games in? Yeah. But as I say, this has been going on a long time now. This is six, seven weeks of this. You know, anyone anyone listening to this, it's like, just need to buck our ideas up. You know, like, it, it doesn't take much. It, it's just the effort levels. But the bottom Sometimes line is... all it takes is a fluky win. And that's, you yeah. know, that's... Yeah. yeah. That's all it... And suddenly everything looks brighter and... I mean, obviously, we sort of tried that one against <laughs> three bridges, and then you know didn't suddenly look brighter after that. But um, but you know sometimes that is all it takes. I, uh, one thing just on the on the brightness thing, I can say this because I don't stand behind the goal. The support from behind the goal is absolutely bloody tremendous in the circumstance, and you know fair play to everybody involved in that. And as I say, I can say that because I'm not part of it. Well, um, but it's you know it's brilliant and that makes such a difference and you know the players need to step up and match that themselves. Exactly, Ian. But what you know what you won't see any of those fans because you only see the one bloke, right? And his name's Ben Bennett. He's got a deal with Scott White, the photographer yeah. at Hastings. Yeah. So any Not picture, it's always got Ben Bennett at the front of it. Yeah. You know, there's George, there's Joe, there's there's Nick, there's Ricky, there's Terry, there's loads of people. Howie, you know, and they can't get a word in. Maybe you should all get masks made. Oh my God, Ben Bennett masks. Yes. <laughs> Confused Scott White. What would he do? But, but it's right though. At the end of the day, the fans can only do what they they can do, and we was yeah. loud throughout on Tuesday night, even when it went three one four one, even yeah, come it's the end of the game. It's absolutely when brilliant. The, when the players left the pitch, we were singing their names, and and we're right by them. It's but you can only do a certain what a certain amount, can't you? Without and. We're going to continuously do that on Saturday again, and then and and on going from there. But we need reactions from the players to because uh, we can't yeah. do any more than what we're doing. Yeah. The, well, saying that about reactions to the players, um, you were telling me, um, Terry, uh, you, your fans react differently to your players, don't you? You you call them all sorts of rude names. Uh, there, like there's one, one little element that that went on on a bit of a ramp when we was when we went okay. went down at uh, the FA Cup game. And it, it's, I mean, obviously, you know what I'm like. I'm, I'm there every single game supporting them, mm. uh, even if, if they're playing badly. But when you've got somebody getting on at a particular player from five yards away and expecting them to sort of up their game because yeah. you've called them a, a very derogatory well. name... Mm. How 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 do you expect them to actually up their game just because you've pointed out that you think they are? Um, <laughs> how can I put this politely? If you're going to call a player and see you next Tuesday and tell him you paid your effing money hmm. and he wants to get on and he he should be doing this, he should be doing that. That's not encouraging him to actually up his game. And that and that's what that's what that's what we had that this this one particular group and and they're getting on the players' backs. Personally, it's like get behind the whole team and encourage them, and they might actually up their game because that's what they need to hear. Yeah, yeah, it's well, just not constructive. No, uh, I mean it's you know it's, just, it's obviously a natural. I mean, we had not to the same extent, but we had we had obviously similar emotion towards the back in the last season when our form dived off a cliff. 
Um, but you know, you can't. I mean, what, what else? What else do you expect to to happen? I mean, it, it always surprises me. It happens at our level as well because the amount of times you get players going into the bar, you know, with the fans after a game, and yeah, you know, just the the embarrassment, surely that you'd feel. Yeah. You know, from from brushing shoulders with them, having you know forty five minutes earlier, called them all things under the sun. You know, it's yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's not it's, it's just not ideal. It's 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 not like he's going to go as I, as I was saying to you. It's not like he's going to go. Oh yeah, hang on a minute. I realise I'm not putting the effort I should. I should obviously <laughs> up my game and improve. It's <laughs> you're going to get into the poor bloke's head, you know. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen at Hastings. Well, not anywhere. Yeah, it was I'm just at. these. These two particular that it was they've been drinking all the way down on the coach. It taken us like three hours to get there, kind of thing. And they carried on in the bar when they got there. They 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 thought their opinion counted more than anybody else's, and they made it plain to this particular player. And I don't think Marga- I don't think they did us any favors. Margate Ultras, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right in. Anything else we want to talk about here? Yeah, besides the fact that don't don't worry about being the most charitable team in the league because speaking of Harringay, they've given away, I think, 13 goals past the 80th minute. So okay. if, if you're ever down in that sense and, and thinking <laughs> what the most that? charitable team in the league, that that will take some beating. Ouch. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too surprised about Dulwich being down there and Potter's Bar because I had the season before yeah. that Potter's Bar had their, their wage uh, bill cut considerably. Fair enough. Yeah. We we've just They're got one of their class. midfielders. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, R- Rodell, I think his name is. Oh, Rodell Gordon. That's him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never remember their first names. <laughs> oh, Gab, you're, you're you're a font of knowledge, you are, mate. Yeah, Rodell. He um because where Mont's got injured early in the season, we needed to get a, another midfielder in. Apparently, they were trying to get hold of this this Rodell chap as well. Um, and he's he's come in and he he's he's looking pretty sprite. So yeah, Good. yeah, so yeah. But we've only, only had him in for the one game, like you know. <laughs> yeah, he's not a bad player. They're a weird club, though. They've gone through already this season. They've gone through a, a whole kind of two, three squads worth of players. Um, you they know, do they, good burgers they, down there, though. They do. They do. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Uh, last few years, their their food game, to to their credit, as as you know, it's really uh, the the standards really really taken off. So fair play to them. Right. Excellent group therapy session. Well done, everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Good, good luck. Good luck. Good luck to Enfield and Lewis in the FA Cup, eh? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Good luck, guys. Yeah. 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 Cheers, folks. Um, what's what's the furthest you lot have got then? Because obviously we got to third round proper before. What about you? Just put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we watched that the other day. day. Just podcast somewhere, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. We we we'll got to get, yeah exactly. We have got to get some sort of dig in. What? No, but no, honestly, is this the furthest you guys have got? It's first round for Lewis, so we've done that three times. And uh, I went to one of them. I think I might have been about seven or eight. Uh, it was to Darlington. But yeah, first round, so uh, yeah. Okay, well, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Who knows? I've, I've got a lot of interesting older shot stats that uh, gives me some little bit of hope, but also the feeling that we might just get lose 4-1. So, uh We'll see what happens. I don't know. Audershot, I've been to their ground in the 80s and it mm. was an absolute shithole. It hasn't like, changed. Aldershot, oh, was it not? Yeah, Aldershot <laughs> Sunderland. With my, I went with my old man and uh, yeah. Mm. And I think yeah, it was they're, raining. They're roofly something to be designed. Yeah. Yeah. If it's raining, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I've only heard 
very positive things about Oldershot. Very oh, positive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, many, how, many, how many do you think you'll take down there, Saturday? Oh, uh, I think 200 would be great, uh, but I think it'll be about 150. But that that's still really good for our like our away support it's built over the last couple of seasons I, I think there's definitely other teams obviously they've got better away sports than us in the league but um one of my uh aims with doing all this uh lewis clamor stuff has been to build build the away support and uh yeah it's been building the margate away last season incredible absolutely incredible that was like like 80 to 90 of us as the year before was about 20 or 30 so yeah, but yeah, yeah older shot will be stand. huge noise, huge noise, and uh, don't think we can drink in the stands, which is a big shame. That was a, yeah, no a bit annoying to find out about that. Yeah, so we've got to be in the bar, but yeah, I just want to be there. I've been thinking about it non-stop all week, and yeah, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure there'll be. I'm sure there'll be a little hip flask tucked in your jacket pocket or something. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I had sport bottles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Capri Sun. That's why I used to yeah, use when I was younger. That's a great shout. Yeah. Yeah. How, it's, it's Coke, it's, Coke bottles. It's so very good. Coke bottles with, a, with your, your vodka or your JD and your rum or whatever in it. They don't know, do they? Mm. I was going to say, if, it, if, it's difficult, if it's difficult enough to pierce a Capri Sun, how the hell do you get anything in it? That's... I know. I don't know. I don't know how we did it. I think last time I did it, it must have been about... That's amazing. Yes, sixteen, seventeen. Where there's a so, will, there's a way. Yeah, very true. But yeah, right the on. one person that will get us that win, if not, I forgot to mention his name was Calvin Lombombo Kalala. If anyone hasn't heard of him, but he is some yeah. player, some player. But yeah. <laughs> well, the best of luck to you. The yeah, best of luck, luck to Enfield, um, Gabs, Terry, Ian, Stan, Ben. Um, take care and um, see you at the game. Cheers, lads. Cheers. 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 All the best. Thank you. Well, that's it for another episode, SBTS fans. If you want to get in contact with this podcast, the email is hufcpod at gmail.com. Twitter, which is sbtspod. Otherwise, go to the YouTube. Over three and a half years of content on there. There's so many other ways to listen. However you get your podcast, we're on all platforms. Or go to the link tree, which is sbtspodcast, uh, and subscribe. It's all free. Remember, get yourselves to a game and support local football, whoever and wherever you're watching. And apart from that, see you at the game.